Hey everybody, this is Gracemont Podcast, episode 31. I am Apostle John Luke. And I am Apostle Duke. Duke, 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 Duke. I still smile every time you do that. So I'll keep doing it's, it that way, I guess. Yeah. It's it's freaking grade school humor, but I love it. I don't know. Okay, let's do the song. Hit it. Grace Mod. Grace Mod. Grace Mod. Grace Mod. Grace Mod. So I just had an idea there. You should do the high note sometime. You you were doing the high note, and I almost stopped it right there. But I didn't. I thought we totally rocked it that time. I did too. I did yeah. too. And 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 but you hit like the high. I was gonna say you could you could do that last yeah. da, 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 that could be you. No man, it's you. Oh okay. Way. I don't want to All right. that's that's your thunder. I don't want to steal it. Okay. Then I don't want my thunderstorm. Even though you could do the you try that. That was good. That was pretty okay. good when you were doing that. Uh, uh, anyway, well, tell us, tell us, uh, understand you're kind of rocking it towards your doctorate right now. Okay. So, uh, in case anyone doesn't know, I've been working on a PhD for about seven years now, and I am finally to my dissertation stage and I have approval to start my study. And I've been working on that process for over a year. And so I finally have the green light. And so I set up all my interviews this week and uh, within three weeks, I hope to have them all done. And then I'm going to like take a week off and just analyze all my data and hopefully graduate this year. So awesome. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. And Doctor, you, yes. Dr. Apostle Duke. You Duke, will. Duke, yes. Duke. That will be required yes. on this okay. podcast. All right. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in, man. <laughs> And totally. your week has been interesting. It sucked. Yeah. Anyway, um, we do have some interesting subjects. Since at our church right now, the the one that Apostle Duke left, and the one I'm still, uh, but I'm still partly there because I go to their Sunday school class. That's true. What am I saying? You don't go there. Of course, you go there. Yeah, you go there more than I do. <laughs> that is well, true. <laughs> you just don't go to the service anymore. I don't go to the service, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, well, our our church is in terrible turmoil. Two sides have formed. Team preacher and team everybody else. And it's it's just been awful. I mean the the things that have been said to people. You know, the preachers wanting to kick people out of the church who don't agree with him, and he's got all these deacon buddies that are helping be his. Uh, you know, they're they're doing the dirty work for him, and then we've got. Uh, it's just been a mess. Anyway, so, are so, you? Do you feel like you're learning? Do you feel like uh, you're like okay? I'm kind of taking mental notes on how this is going. Uh, and and maybe like trying. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, for when you and I start our cult. Yeah, right. I totally, I totally see how to do. See it how now. you do it now. Yeah. yeah. What you do is you get so you get a hundred people, and then you get psycho weird 
75 leave, 25 stay, and that's your congregation. That's who you have drink the punch. And yeah, I just I had another thought. You know, yeah. If you got a cult going, yeah. You know, everybody always says don't drink the Kool Aid. Oh, I know that. I'm sure that's where that came from. Was it Jones? It, it did. From yeah, the Jones. Jim Jones, Jim, yeah. Jim Jones down in Guyana or French Guyana or wherever it was. Don't know. He, it was horrible. Everybody it was weird. Kool Aid. Yeah. Had cyanide in it. Well, I had a thought. Okay. If you're a cult leader, yeah, you could put it in the communion grape juice. Ah. Uh, so you can't. You really should. If you're in a cult, you really shouldn't take communion. Because it, it might have cyanide in it. it. It's risky. Oh, if the well, if if the leader, oh, see, so the leader thinks everyone should commit suicide. The congregation does not. Right. So he just <laughs> puts then, it in the communion. But he but he knows it's the right thing. He's yeah. convinced. He's convinced yeah. that that he's 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 on target. You know, yeah, it a, gets. Hey, you know what? I still, to me, this relates directly directly to the torture museum we went through where people can be <laughs> the torture museum again, where people can yes. be so intently convinced that they are doing God's work and they are, they are purging the, the bad people out. It's just, it's, it's, it, to me, it's the same thing. It's just people get so ingrained in their religious uh, stance; they feel like they're they're doing God's bidding, and and it it just makes it makes people crazy, man. Is what it does. It makes them crazy. Yeah. It's like it's like what they call it mob mentality. Yeah. You know, where you get a bunch of people together and they all just start, man. We're going to start busting windows and. Later, you ask me, I don't even know why I did that. I was just, everybody's doing it. <laughs> I don't know. But it's it, to me, it's interesting. It's a little sad. I, I So I'm not really vested in this thing, but I'm kind of ready for it to be over. I just like, just go ahead and get it over already. And I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, it's like you say, it's just not helping anybody, I guess. I, it just seems to be, I don't know. And here again, I must tell our audience members uh i i i'm only getting second third hand information so i'm not really you are personally involved with all the parties and and so you have a, i think a better gauge on 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 all the details anyways i might have a better gauge than most anybody else because i'm the one who's i uh refereed a meeting between the two sides at one point, and I saw how far the gap was. There, there's the preacher who is convinced he's right, mm -hmm. with his loyal deacons who are loyal there's, to him to a fault. They, they, but they're super sharp people, man. I, I just don't. Uh, that's why I'm perplexed. They're not all that it. sharp guys. They're they're the guys that are more. The real well, smart so, guys are the ones on the other side. If you think about it, the ones with doctorates like, well, you, like you, you have, and so forth. Yes, and you have. Now I'm not. I'm on neither side. But right, right. You have, I understand. Yeah, we. You have a. You have a medical doctor. 
who's supporting him. You have an IT guy who's supporting him. I mean, all those guys are sharp. And you have an accountant and someone with a master's degree in divinity, and and they're standing with him. I, and that's and that's why. But 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 here again. Right? I talked to him Sunday. We didn't say anything, but if, if he disagrees with the other side, I it is because I think he's a such a sharp guy, and 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 then uh, I know this. Uh, he's yeah. a super sharp guy. I mean, he's it. So that's why that's so. The only way I can explain it is is that concept of just that religious. And it's almost encouraged. It's almost encouraged in religion to, I mean, because it's taught in the Bible, right? He, he had his, oh, it's like Daniel, right? We For our audience members, Daniel, he would not bow to, to that idol. No way, no how. And, 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 and that's taught to us as Christians, I think, that when there's something that's right, and man, you just, you got to, you got to stand your ground and, and, and here again, and people went to war over it because they were standing their ground and sometimes thousands of people died. Millions. Uh, yeah. Millions. Yeah. So, so what I see a thing going, no, but I watch these guys and they're, they're almost spellbound. They, they, they all say the same thing. He's, it's like, he's taught him this mantra of what you're supposed to say. One of the things is, there are only three reasons you can fire a pastor. Yeah. That's, you know, like a, he's committed adultery. This or, is by the Bible. That, right. Well, they, they found it somewhere in the Bible. It's, there's no okay. one passage. He's put the passages together for them. Okay. So, you know, um, the other one was uh, heresy and lying is one of them. But that they kind of bypassed that one because there have been so many lies. Don't <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but they're all just like you've said before. They're, the best lies are the ones with just a little, just enough truth in them. Isn't that yeah, you that said that? Wasn't me. It's somebody in our Sunday school class. I think it's yeah. It's somebody in our Sunday school class. Yeah. But it's not me. Anyway, uh, it's just it's phenomenal to me to watch how they will follow the guy because he's really charismatic, and I think I, I think there's no talking since there's no way you could talk them out of believing in the pastor at this point there's no amount of talking that could be done no matter what you showed them it or what facts you brought to them it wouldn't matter and you're talking about your side your the, the, other, the other side, side the other side the okay. other side okay. my side is upset with not with it's not nothing religious on our side he's making yeah. it all about religion and Jesus and all that. We're, we're talking about basic human justice, you know, how, how people have been treated. Right. You know, no, no Bible verse involved on our side. It's all, you know, people have been abused. Yeah. And nobody's feeling sorry for him and nobody's apologized to him. And the, anyway, it's kind of religious, religion versus justice that's going on right now. And, Who's, you know, everybody's got a different opinion on what's, which is which. Right. So, and so the, the three things he had, uh, he, 
according to the Bible, he should be let go for his, the people who are supporting him. They don't think he's done either of those three transgressions. But they all and, say the same thing. They all pull the same thing out. Yeah. When you, when you, when I've tried to talk to him or they'll get up and they've gotten up in front of the church. too. So, so, so then they agree with that. They would agree that he hasn't done it. Obviously, if they're saying that. Yes, they agree. Uh, yeah. So that. the other side doesn't agree with that at all. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So you don't agree. So you think the Bible doesn't say that? Oh, I think you can make the Bible say whatever you want. We've talked about that a lot. Right, yeah. yeah. You know, we can make up stuff. We can go through and find a verse that says so you what should if dye the Bible... your hair. Wait, hang on. I just, okay. we, can, we can make up a verse that says you should dye your hair green. We can twist it to mean that. Yeah. Yeah, probably somewhere in there. So, So you think they're twisting the Bible. You think... I'm just trying to, so your, your side is saying, because, because if that's true, then he's, he's in the, he's in the right. But if there's another moral, <laughs> there's a higher moral that your side is advocating for, then, then, then you, you, you don't agree the, in those three things. And you think there's a, that there's a higher reasoning here to that he needs to go and 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 it's because he didn't treat people very well right is yes. that okay all right yes okay yeah it's it's really very it's our side is really a secular argument i mean yeah. some of the guys have come up with some scriptural stuff to try to combat them but he's using all scriptural stuff not, yeah. not a single time has he used logic. He doesn't use logic. It's all scriptural. It's logic versus scripture. And yeah. how do you argue those two? It's like people from two different universes are trying to argue a point. Or two different no, religions there's, even. Yeah. yeah. There's no middle ground right. on a deal like that. But But here's... But you're in a religious institution, man. You're in a religious... You're in a church, and that the church is religion. It's religion. It's it's God's law. That that is common sense. That is the truth of the truth of the truth. So so you're combating. So you're combating, or so you're you're disagreeing. You're trying to use logic against. So I don't know. So that's where maybe they're. I don't know. That's kind of what I'm seeing, I guess. Well, we're trying to it, use, you're trying to fight religion with logic, and that yeah, yeah, that doesn't work, does it? Yeah, it doesn't work at all. That's there. You go. There it is. I mean, that's and that's the point I'm making. Is is you have? I mean, you have you have uh, the uh, Jonah couldn't have stayed in a belly of a fish for that long. And and people in our in that church, who they say yes he did, and 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 he was spat out upon the ground and prophesied, and and they believe that. So that's what you're that's what you're arguing against. 
That's what you're trying to reason with is, 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 is that, that there's a devil and there's a hell and, 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 uh, you know, all the, that's what, that's how they, that's how they process the universe, man, is through that lens that there was an Adam and Eve, actual Adam and Eve, and the Red Sea part, and there was an actual flood, and they they will argue, and they will use scripture and to tell you that actually happened, and that the Bible is inerrant. There is nothing in there. They will stand up a hundred percent. I guarantee. I guarantee everybody on his team would say the Bible is inerrant, and 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 so that's what you're trying to negotiate with and try and you're you're being challenged with is 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 and they're not and they're gonna die they're, they'll die they will they will you know i'm just that's what happened in in history right they go and, and they go to the gallows and because they're so convinced because they're viewing the world the universe through that lens and uh and what do you do? What do you do there? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm actually, you're helping me. You're like being my therapist tonight. Okay. Like, All right. Yeah. <laughs> you're helping me have some clarity. It's like, you know, I already knew I couldn't argue with the preacher because he's got a personality disorder and can't admit that he's wrong. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's a person that goes and attacks people when, when he's challenged rather than trying to work things out. He can't work things out because he can't say, my bad, I'm wrong on that. Can we can we work this out? He'll say, "Can we work this out? Go ahead and apologize to me." You know, so I knew I knew that makes logical sense to me because you know I I went to medical school and took six yeah. weeks of psychiatry, so I, I've seen that and I know exactly what it is. It's a personality disorder that it's yeah. really really hard to fix. But he uses scripture and the Bible to communicate with these people that I really can't communicate with. Cause I, I try to use logic with them yeah, and tell them, well, you know, this, it's not fair that this man was treated this way. And it's not fair that you're treating these two guys this way. I mean, that's, that's not how you treat people, but they will argue back that the preacher says this scripture and that scripture. And, and so we got to go with it. Cause, and there's, okay. There's another thing. Yeah. You're absolutely right on this. You've nailed it. <laughs> nailed it and i i'm getting it now but there's another thing that there are certain people that are programmed from from childhood i think to be on the pastor's side and to follow the pastor and to do whatever the pastor says you're one of them huh speak damn to right. me on that damn right because because they're called by god they and and that's that was the whole understanding when they voted for him that this man he's not being hired he's not he it's not his qualifications and everything help but in their mind this is god's handpicked choice for this religious institution and that that decision is way above man it, it's it's it was decided by God. That's that is the understanding when we're voting in that church. Is this is what's happening before our eyes? Is 
he's not the Messiah, but he's a rank or two below. But he, but then, so, I mean, now, now, for myself, and and I get, we all think, well, I'm totally level-headed and all that, but if if he got caught in adultery, I would be like, we, he has to go, okay? Or if he was funneling money, or he was getting drunk, you know, something really, and like, to your point, and I don't know the full story, but if he's really just a mean dude, then then maybe someone needs to hop in. But another thing I wonder that I'm I wondered about was like going to like the Southern Baptist Convention and just saying I we need somebody's ear, uh, and we want to talk to somebody about this because we think we have a genuine problem here. Uh, and, and if, I mean, that's where I think if you felt like, okay, we feel strongly that we, we are standing on super solid ground here. I think go to them and, and plead your case because they have the, I think they can remove him. No. I'm, if he's, if he's under the Southern Baptist convention, they can do something. I think surely. No, I don't think they can. Our church is. All he would have to do is say, "Okay, I'm not a Southern Baptist anymore, and we're changing this to the, the, yeah. the Jim Jim Jonesian church." You you could be right, but I do think they have some authority. Uh, Only it, if he decides to stay a Southern Baptist. If he wants to change that church to not a Southern Baptist, he'd just do that overnight with a, a majority vote of the people, and the Southern Baptist Convention would have no say anymore. Okay. According to who? The According church to constitution. The church constitution. Now, the church constitution is not the Southern Baptist no. legislation. It's 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 a, and I think the Southern Baptist would usurp. It's a legal document in the state of Oklahoma. The, okay. The, the, the yeah, and there and on. see that's what you're in. You're in the depths of all that. Well, you have to have two chairmen. You have to have a vote. You have to. Have, yeah. So you, you know all but, that stuff. So this is another interesting thing. the The pastor has said that the Constitution is not in the Bible, and so only Scripture matters, and the Constitution doesn't matter, even though it's a legal document in the state. Here, of here again, so, here again. Who are you? Who are you trying to reason with? Someone he doesn't give a crap about a legal document. He cares about the Bible, man. That and that's that's who you're trying to, you know, reason with. I, and I see his point. I'm outside of the religious thing. Is like that's that's how that I think works. Well, he uh, he 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 thinks it's it it's totally useless and it's not of of God. And oh, except if he can use it for his side, he'll use it. Yeah, that's like, yeah. I he's he is using it whenever he can. And yeah. as are his, as is his as loyal a hum, As a human, I could see him doing that. And he's, he's, he's in a battle. He's, he's yep. in the Lord's, he's in the Lord's army right now. And he's, you know, and he's fighting all the bad people. Uh, yeah. And, and, and so I don't know for, for me, you know what, what I do, I, I just like, ah, I don't know. Cause you're, you're, you're trying to here again. It's like, you're trying to use logic against religion and religion is and i know ours is the right religion but religion in general is 
you know, the great turtle pulls the sun across the sky and, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah, in there. Well, the great turtle is pulling it right now. Yeah. He's like got, he's got a team of turtles pulling it. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and I don't know, I don't know what to do, but well, I, I'm probably going to, I'm feeling better about it already. I, I think I'm going to say my piece and if, Everybody votes to throw me out. I'll, I'll be happy, and that'll make better podcasting. If I get thrown yeah. out of the church, that'll make good podcasting. Uh well, it could. Yeah, it would make good podcasting. And we could get our church started. Then we could, we could for sure get the Gracemont Church started. If I don't have to go that stupid. I think Baptist it's already started, anymore. hadn't it? I thought it already started. It's just, oh, but the first thing we have to do. What, to what's the first thing we have to do? Write a constitution. constitution. We have we've got to have bylaws. Because if I if if I want to get you out of here, if I want to try to force you out of here, <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be able to have some I don't know, yeah. Do you know what? The constitution could be in violation of the number one creed of the Gracemont Church. If it doesn't make sense to you, you don't therefore have to therefore there is no constitution. So I and can say the Constitution doesn't make sense to me. Huh? The Constitution it it would be of the devil. Yeah. Be of the devil. <laughs> It'd be a tool of the devil. And uh, and so therefore we choose to have no, we have no rules. We have no bylaws. We are That's free, right. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I, the list of things I pulled up off the internet is the beliefs of the Unitarian Church are, could pretty much be the, the Gracemont guidelines. There are no... There are no hard and fast rules in Gracemont because yeah. you may not, because you hey. don't think some of those things make sense. So Oh, yeah. I so, hey, here's what we could be. Here's a new thing we could in, invent. Okay. okay what? Maybe instead of being a church, what we could be is we could be a spiritual therapy for people who are wanting to get away from that. Right. So it's like, it's like, okay, it's like, here's, here's hardcore religion. Instead of Gracemont, the, the church with all the bylaws and the new bylaws is here, but Gracemont's here. We're, what do you call when you reverse psychology something? We're, we're performing spiritual reverse psychology. We're giving them a place to say, I no longer believe this. I have all these questions. And then as they have washed themselves clean, then they can begin to look for whatever avenue they want to travel to find God. But what we are, we are, we're a service, ladies and gentlemen, that help people reverse the uh, indoctrination. Brain indoctrination, brainwashing that your children and your uncles, your aunts, your brothers and sisters have all experienced. <laughs> and so we can help you here. I don't know. We could have retreats and stuff. We could. Yeah. Or like have like the, the get the, do the smokehouse <laughs> things like or the yeah. sweat houses like the Native yeah. Americans used to do, you know? We could yeah. say like and over there's the nude beach. The and nude beach. The nude I'm beach. In, man. Yeah, the nude beach. And if it, if, if it'd be a bunch of old fat deal, guys like me, though. Hey, <laughs> think about think about the '60s, man. When all those yep. hippies were like having those like religious thing, and then they're all screwing each other and doing dope and 
and maybe that maybe that's where they were you know in in all honesty there john luke and we're we're i we can't be that unique you know no, of no. people of people who say i just have all these questions and i just and i especially when you feel the chains man I don't think you experienced that, but I did. I carried the chains, and it just felt so good to get out from under those chains. Oh, I carried them. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know oh, okay. exactly what you're saying. Okay. You carried yeah. heavy ones. You were more like, you're afraid you're going to hell all the time. Well, yeah. That was and your chain. I had to do my work. I had to read my Bible, and I had to go to church. And if I didn't do these good things and witness, and it was this, and I felt, and then, and then, and then you can never witness enough and you ne- and you can never give enough money to the church in my mind i mean that's what i was struggling with it's like i just can't i can't really attain that i gotta be good and 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 because i don't want to go to hell maybe that's it maybe that's it because i want to i want to be on god i want to win i want to be on the good side and and it was laborsome man it was laborsome and another, and and then it's all that stuff too about how you should feel about yourself. You should feel I'm a worm, and I'm I'm, and sometimes I would kind of feel good about myself, and I was like, ah, oh, no, man, I just, you know, I should be more humble, and <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was I was, I feel like I feel like I had a relatively normal experience. I th- because I think a lot of other people. Like like my buddy, my very, very good friend, my very best friend I grew up with, his father's a pastor. We have these talks all the time, and we're just like so together um, in that, God, there's so much I don't understand. And, and then, but, but his dad is still a missionary. And, and for us, we're like, because we know his heart, because here again, we know his heart. He, he, is, he, is, he is hell-bent on being a missionary and helping people in the name of Jesus, man. That's and, not a very good term. Hell bent. <laughs> yeah, right. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Hell bent okay. for Jesus. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, I think, I think, uh, so, so my, uh, uh, suggestion is that we become more of a, what a detox. Hey, that's what we could be. Grace Mont detox. <laughs> yeah. Religious detox where you come here and you kind of come off the high and, of, Everybody goes to heaven and your streets of gold, mansions and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm feeling a lot better because I, I, I just, I think I've decided it's not worth fighting because you're, you're fighting an unbeatable foe. Exactly. You're fighting, you're fighting Jesus. You're fighting. Exactly. Right. In their minds. Right. I'm fighting Jesus in their minds. You are. That. And the Holy Spirit. uh Uh-huh. Right. Yes. And, 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 and I don't know, in some respects, maybe they're waiting for here. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, John Luke, he got, man, he got found out he had cancer the other day. Oh, I did. Oh, see, I know, you know, in their mind. Right. You yeah. know, cause they're like, cause God's gonna, God's gonna, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's not that bad, but yeah. But here again, that's where I'm at. It's like, it's like a, it's religion, man. He's he is in his religious ideology, and he's not coming out. And and those and the people on his side are there with him, in that. Yeah. And that's why they're. I think. I've I've had another another 
Epiphany. Epiphany, yeah. The light bulb turned on. The the personality disorder added to the religion. Yes, yes, yes. Bad, toxic combination. Yes. And it sucks other people in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay, so let me me tell you this. So a, a good, a good... A person with a just a good heart and a normal, you know, no major mental pathology uh-huh. uh, has run that church for years, and then right. now that we got somebody with that adds, and they and they really believe the same stuff he believes that, yeah, you know, whole spirit and all that stuff, yeah. But you add the personality disorder to that, and then it becomes a whole pathological thing. And okay. His pathology spreads to other people, and to agree with your point. Uh, in, in some of the courses that I've been taking, we learned about personalities and leadership personalities and all that. And you wonder why someone asked the question, why are all bosses jerks? Well, there is some truth to that because those type of personalities tend to step on people, move up, step, move up, step, move up. And so, yes, permeated through managers, there's a certain type of personality. There's a certain type of personality with, uh, with runners. I'm a runner. It's a long distance sport. We're kind of whacked out because if we can't train for something, we'll, we'll go, we'll get depressed. I mean, we'll get like, if I don't run or something, I'll get like really bummed out. And if I don't have a goal or some like thing, I get really, uh, uh, melancholy. Like I just, and so there's that type of personality. So I say all that say, I fully believe you that pastors have a certain kind of whacked out, like a missionary. What kind of person goes over there and eats snake and, and lives in bugs and stuff? I mean, it's probably over stereotypical. But it's true, man. There, there's just a certain kind of personality that 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 you'll find, and I think in those people that say, "I don't want to have." So I think so. Our pastor, I think I've seen him preach, man. He's like he he stares at the thing, and he just he can't stand still. He's almost like a kid, like saying, oh, "Mommy, Daddy," you know. I mean, obviously, and he's intense, intense, intense. But I think a lot of people think that is what we need, you know, the, some guys like that. But yeah, I agree with you. He's probably like that. The only thing, the only thing I would just say is, is, and, and as a kid, you know, people encourage him, you need to be a preacher, man, and, and all that, because he's kind of, he's just way too intense. In fact, I thought about his kids, man. I just wonder, like, you know, is he, is he a pretty good guy or, or is he like super strict with those kids? I suspect he probably is. I, that's the kind of guy he strikes me as, but here again, I think all that is just going over into his stance on where he thinks he is in the church. Well, you know, I think what you're talking about missionaries and stuff, I think they're probably, we're talking about three different personality types. There's a type of person who would go be a missionary, someone who would self-sacrifice enough and believe strongly enough that they would go to Africa and live in a, a hut and yeah and die from 
Tsutsugamushi fever or whatever. Yeah. And then there are people like the pastor who's, he's a pastor. He wouldn't, he wouldn't go be a missionary. No way would he do that. He would not make that kind of sacrifice. And he likes, he likes the limelight. He's a, he's a performer. Yeah. Also. And I think yeah, that's I, I, very I get common that. in preachers. Yeah. Yeah. He likes to get up and sing in front of the, yeah. In front of the church and stuff. He's a, the guy's a performer. A little then, bit of a narcissist, maybe. Oh, maybe. I mean, that, and, um, and that's I, what I makes good that, showmen. That's what makes good showmen, you know? Uh, I'm, so I'm, not, I'm with you. I'm not, there's one other personality type then is the, uh, the personality type of the people who can become uh, minions, loyal deacons, henchmen, yeah. whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. Um, those, those guys are honored to be in the, the ring of honor, you know? Mm-hmm. They're, they're honored to be in a place of power in the church because they don't have a place of power anywhere else in their lives, probably not even in their homes. And they, they're at work, they're just kind of a work-a-day guy that... Yeah, you're talking respect. about his team, right? here just yeah 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 okay 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 all right they're they're just yeah they basically have boring lives and they have boring jobs but at church they're somebody they're deacons where whereas the other team is a bunch of people that are more uh liberal free thinking Mm -hmm. self-confident successful people you know yeah smart yeah that that are used to not being run over, making their points known, but now they're being run over by the pastor and the deacons. Hey, it's, so it's kind of interesting. Think think about this the personality types. Yeah, what? Uh, in the Old Testament, right? God set up a law, right? It was the five books of the Bible. It, it was, it it was the most holy, perfect thing that's ever been given to man is the law. Okay. And that law is not democracy. (laughs) That law is you do it or you die. That's, that's the governing body. That's a religious governing body. That's the government. And, and, and now you have democracy who say, um, Hey, we think homosexuals ought to be able to, um, uh, teach pre- preschool. We think that's, you know, and, and we think that's, or, or let's, let's go back a little bit. We think homosexuals should be able to be married. Okay. And we think that seems logical. That just seems compassionate, you know, and then you have people who believe a Bible who commands them that that's not only is it not supposed to happen, but probably be that's put to sin. death. <laughs> it's not only a sin, it, it's, it's, it's punishable by death. That's the law. You got, you got caught in adultery. You were put to death, right? You caught, you got caught profaning the name of the Lord. You were put to death. That's the law. That's the foundation of this, these people's ideology, man. And, I, I keep making my point over and over, I think. But so that's what that's. Make, yeah. No, go ahead. That, that's what's making your job so hard. That's why you're getting so frustrated, I think, because I think you're trying to 
convince them or something or and you're and you're maybe frustrated because they just won't bend or compromise or I don't know or you can't convince them or something that you seem like and it seems like it's really bothering you and that's fine I was kind of hoping you were gonna kind of get off that train pretty soon <laughs> because <laughs> I'm gonna have to yeah, yeah I could tell well, by I, that email it was like oh man he is like totally into this thing <laughs> Uh, Almost I, to a point, it's like, yeah. Anyway, so. Well, I, I hate, I really hate injustice, and I, whenever I can stand up for it, I do. You know, I hate yeah. people being treated badly. I really hate people being treated badly in the name of the Holy Spirit, which is yeah. what's going on. You know, they're they're using it as a tool, which I guess it is a tool. It is. It's not. Yeah, always has been a tool. Well, you remember in, well, I keep saying this, in the New Testament when Ananias and Sapphira, they gave money to the church. They asked them, uh, is this all the money that you have? And they said, yes, and but it wasn't. And the Holy Spirit killed them on the spot. That's, that's the, that's the Holy Spirit. That's what he does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 yeah, he punishes people by death. Anyway, okay, is he? Wait, I, I, okay, I, I, all right. Is the Holy Spirit a he or an it? It's got to be an it. Yeah, I know. I'm with you on that. But we call or him is he. it a, or is it a they? <sighs> I'm going with they. They now nowadays it'd be a they. Holy Spirit. Oh, our people in our church would freak if you if you corrected them. They say. And the Holy Spirit, He, and I go. Well, no, no, it's they. Yeah. <laughs> oh imagine, yeah. Oh you yeah. Imagine how that would go? He, him. What is that? He, him. Yeah. They, the he, she, it, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and she would not be allowed. It'd have to be. Anyway, yeah. yeah. That that's that's right. I mean, hey, you know, and another thing I thought about. Okay, we've gone forty-two. How are we doing? We're uh, rocking. Come on, carry on. Tell me what okay, you're thinking. Okay, so. Uh, okay, so. We have a friend who comes on the, our podcast sometimes. Uh, maybe I shouldn't. Okay, there's a pastor that he teaches the, a sermon that we listen to. I think you listen to it and I listen to it too. But his point was that just because you don't believe things in the Old Testament doesn't mean you shouldn't become a Christian. Because I think he's catching on that there's some things in the Old Testament that are just not plausible. They're right. just... Just to, to a normal thinking person, they they probably didn't happen, and and to me, I to me that's it, it's it's needed, it's timely, but but you have to move. I mean, he's still religious, but you gotta you gotta start moving that that over. And I I even thought, will there be a time pretty soon when a pastor will say, okay, you don't have to believe Jesus really did miracles. I mean, really, actually miracles. You know, because they'll find some, you know, literature or something or some old manuscript and say, yeah, you know, he, maybe he didn't really. So, so it keeps moving. Like it always does, right? Religion's always like moving and changing and depending on, on the day and what you know. I mean, which trials, how, right? Yeah. Think about how much it's had to change in the last hundred years with all the science and all the uh, knowledge you have. Right. Some of that stuff. Is just so obviously hey, made up. Yeah. 
you know. So, anyway. Hey, so anyway. I'll tell you. Okay, so I went to a Bible college in Springfield, Missouri. They taught scientific. This was a scientific class that they taught us that the world was six thousand years old. That that if I was going to pass a test, that's what I would have to answer because that's what the lectures were about. They also taught us that when Noah uh, came off of the ark, um, he got drunk, and a couple of his sins, uh, sins sons mocked him, and a couple of other of his sons took a coat and walked backwards and dropped it on his naked father. And it says in the Bible that the sons who mocked him, their faces were turned. We were taught that's where black people came from. Now this is, this is, yeah, this is, that's how the, the black race began. And this, this is in, this is in a university. Okay. Uh, It's probably 40 years ago that I, that I learned that. And today I don't think they would teach that. I don't think they would teach those here again, you got to move, but it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago that 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 that's that was that was the the science that was the understood truth that I taught I was taught as a as a as a university student. Did you believe that at the time? Oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yes, and I and I was eager to argue my point with anybody who'd take me on. Wow. Oh oh, and tithing. I used to be an advocate for tithing. I would. I used to get up in front of church and like give uh, testimonies on, 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 I've been tithing da, 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 and now that it does happen to me, the pastor would put me up there because I wouldn't told the pastor and he said, Oh, I want you to tell the whole church. And so, uh, yeah, I believed it a hundred percent, man. Well, but that's, tell me what was your turning point when you stopped believing in a hundred percent? You've, you've kind of alluded to it many times, but, there had to be a turning point somewhere. You just said you kept reading the Bible and it just made less and less sense. Right. So it was a gradual thing. It wasn't just an all of yes. a sudden yes. light bulb turns on. Yes. It was almost like, I think maybe as I was reading through the Bible and I was learning and learning and learning, I think I, I, what I, I, what happened was, was I think I found a couple of things that didn't agree with what my church taught. And, and I felt like, okay, I feel scripturally, um, uh, strong enough to make my own opinion here on, on this. And I kind of stepped away a little bit from my church doctrine because I thought, yeah, they're a good church, but there's a couple things here that I just don't really agree with. And it was kind of liberating. It was kind of liberating to have truth on my side to say, I don't really buy into that. And I think that kind of cracked the, like, you know, well, I wonder what else there is out here that I kind of don't really like, like, is Jesus, does he have to be equal with God? Well, in our church today, I guarantee you, there's a gentleman, there's several gentlemen. That, oh, absolutely. He's a hundred. And you cannot not, and you, and you have to believe that he rose from the grave. And, and, and so I, as I began reading, I started finding all these things is like, you know, I just have a lot of different ideas and, and then, and then it came, I, I came to a point where, okay, here's, here's where it kind of turned was, I think I told you is like, I was, I was a Christian. And so I'm learning all this stuff. 
and I started to say, why don't I, why don't I witness? Why am I not out on, if I believe this, I say, I believe this. Why am I not, why are the people in the church not at everybody's door? And, and I came to the point where I just screamed to God and said, I, I don't believe you. And, uh, I just, I'm not a Christian. And, 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 and I, and I kind of lost my temper and I thought God was going to kill me for about three weeks. I seriously did. I really thought, I thought I, I spit in God's face and, um, and, and, and the thing was, uh, God spoke to me, not out loud, but down in my heart. I had this idea that God always knew, man, he always knew that, that I didn't believe. And, and, and I had these, I had these doubts about the Bible and stuff. So I started just kind of like opening myself up to the idea that it's okay to, to just believe something else, that there's something else. There's gotta be something else. I believe and here again, I believe that there's something out there. That's there's some, there are stem standards and laws that are just out there and they're in place. And, and I think somebody put them there. So that's who I'm trying to find. That's the one I'm trying to get to. (laughs) Not the one, not the one who says, oh, I made a big mistake. So I'm just going to send a flood and just murder all of them, all their children and their cattle and kill. That's not the God I want to be around. I want a different God. So I don't think that God's right, man. You know, so I get it. And I, and that the other thing too, is like, okay, Hey, do you remember? Oh, this, uh, you remember, we read the scripture in our Sunday school class that said, here's the, here's the criteria for, uh, being a pastor. You have, you have to have your children in line because if you cannot run your household, how are you supposed to run a church? right? Right. Do you remember reading that? Okay, now yeah, go back sure. to the Old Testament where you have Jehovah God who created all these people and he, and, and all he has, to, he, he murders them all for thousands of years because he can't control them. He, he gives them their law and they run off to other gods and, and he sends them to exile and he's like, and they're so bad and stuff. That's, a, that's the other thing that's like, that's so dumb, man. The God who created so you're saying God can't even control his children. How does he expect exactly. us to control ours? And then in the New Testament, we're said, well, if we can't control our children, it, it's a reflection on us, right? It, it's it's almost it's almost so obvious. Of course, if they can't run their children, their children out running around. It seems so normal to us, but when we go back to we're told that God just could not handle them. And and I, all my life I believed it. I was like, yeah. God, those Israelites. God, I just don't want to ever be like them, you know. <laughs> well, I I was gonna. I've had you said the chains that that you had to get rid of. I I've had them too, and one of the things is I would never talk about this with my wife. I didn't want because she's very religious, you know. I didn't want to. Yes. I didn't want to tell her she's wrong. I didn't want to shake her faith because I knew it was very important to her. But all the time I was sitting in the church, I was like, I don't, this, this is just, this is like being in jail to me. It's, yeah. I would have rather have gone downtown and sat in the county jail for an hour. Yeah. Every Sunday for the, re- from, 
all my life that I've been with her than to sit in that Baptist church because yeah. I never agreed with their stuff because it's all, you know, it's very, it's very, they, they claim they don't do ritual. It's very defined as to what's okay. They don't do a bunch of physical rituals, yeah. but mentally and spiritually and biblically, they have ritual and a lot of it. And it's very, very tight doctrine. And you step outside of it, you're a sinner. Yeah. And I don't, I don't believe all that, but I had to sit and listen to it. Yeah. And it made me angry. Mm-hmm. See, and yeah. once I've gotten past that, you know, I, I was, I, Disciple Martha and I had a yeah. long talk one night yeah. about four years ago. And she kept trying to convince me that I was wrong and that I should be her kind of Christian. Yeah. Uh, and that's what she does. She's, she's uh, witnessing. Yeah. And I finally told her, I don't want to be your kind of Christian because I like to have my freedom to think. Yeah. I love the freedom of being able to think for myself yes. and not just believe stuff that's yeah. thrown at me mm-hmm. because I can think. I don't yeah. have to believe this stuff that yeah. was written thousands of years ago. Hey, hey, you know what else? That makes what? you unique. It makes you unique in 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 this religious world that we live in. It, Why do you makes, think that? I think it makes me very common to to like the freedom to be able to think. No, 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 no. Everybody would say that. Everybody the pastor thinks he has the freedom to think. The pastor thinks he is 100%. He thinks he's as level-headed as anybody. He's more level-headed. And, and you ask him, are you free to think? He's going, oh, of course I'm free to think. But he's, so if you are truly thinking, people who are religious don't think like that. They don't They don't truly give themselves the freedom to think. And so that's why I say you're unique. They feel, they feel enlightened. Yeah. And they think I'm lost. They would call me a lost oh, yeah. person. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the devil's got your mind that you you've right. turned your because you, I don't know, were you were you a bad kid with dirty magazines or something when you were a kid? And, and I, my, you, I got my I got hold of my brothers. That's what I it was. Mind, See but I got hold of my brothers. You probably bit. became so bad. You did so many bad things when you were a kid, God just said. We can't we can't you know, he's, he's, he's crossed the line here and that's, that's what's wrong. But we pray for him. We pray for him. That'll see the light. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Of course. And I'm, I'm, I am one of the people they called false brethren. False brethren? False oh, brethren. That, that was a term that was used in some of the debates. Or well, they, the, oh, they say that. Don't they, no, that's something I've heard oh. in the Baptist church over the years. False yeah. brethren. People yeah. that don't believe all their crap, then you're false brethren. Yeah, yeah, and apostate, apostate. I am, an, I am truly, uh, according to biblical terms, I'm an apostate. What that means, someone who believed and then and then fell away from from the faith, that's an apostate. But you, I am an apostate, but you're not because you never. I think your whole life you never really hopped on the train. I did. I did as a kid. Yeah, it was. Pro- I was probably. I was probably high school when I stopped, when I started really thinking, Hey, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, this, this is not logical. So you're an apostate. Some, somebody an apostate. made this up. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're, I don't know. You're going to hell. 
you're can done. Can you be an apostate if you were not an adult when you made that decision? Because yeah, I was that's, not an adult. Yeah, that's you were I, an adult when you became yeah, an apostate. I, I I'm was, a yeah. I'm a pre-apostate. You're a pre-apostate, adolescent. How come we apostolatent? I don't know. That's I don't know. I don't know. We we in religion. You can make up your own words, right? Just you can make up anything you want, whether you're in religion or not. Yeah. But anyway, so you're not, I'm an apostate. You are a pre-apostate. Um, but, I'm but a, here again, I'm gonna, I have yeah. issues, so I'm going to be an apostate. <laughs> you know, it one takes thing, me a long time to pee. Anyway, what? So one thing you still do. What? I, I see them checks going over, crossing the, crossing the, uh, the Sunday school floor every week. I, I don't know. I'm I'm probably getting in big trouble here, but I know you're doing that, man. And that's doing cool. What? You're giving money to church, man. Oh, no. You give lots no, of money to church. I know that. Uh, long time uh, ago. Okay. What? Uh, okay. Let me tell you the truth. A long time ago, early in our marriage. Yeah. My wife and I had discussions about tithing. And it's... And I said, no, well, listen, listen, this is how it worked out. I said, I'm not going to tithe. And so she, t- like I said, because the, the Lord loves a cheerful giver or whatever. Yes. I am not that. Yes. I'm yes. a pissed off giver. I don't want to give any money yep. to church. Okay. So my wife does it all and doesn't tell me about it. And I only see it once a year when I'm doing the taxes. I go, holy mother of, yeah. you gave how much money to the church? Yeah. That's, that's what. I'm I'm a not a cheerful giver at all, but she is. Yeah. She yeah. was taught that growing up. And so do we as as a unit give a lot of money to the church? Yes. Do I? No. Yeah, that's that's fine. And and hey, I probably came across wrong because that that is good. That it's good that that you give to the church. And in all honesty, you're gonna be blessed for it, I think. But here's what here's something for that, that, that I did. And it, it, so one, I was given, I was pumping money to the church. I was given 10% tithe, 10% tithe. So I kind of had that. This is before I thought about, yeah, I even think the Bible for the tithe, but anyway, um, so I had $140. That was my, that was going to be my tithe. And I had it in cash. And I remember thinking, I'm going to go to the church and I'm going to give it to the church. And it's going to go in that basket and the basket going to be carried away. And that's the end of it. And I thought, and I pulled in a little, a little parking lot and there were some African American young boys in there washing cars and, and they were washing cars for like five bucks a car and they were raising money. And I, I drove up and I had that $140 and I gave it to that, that little boy. I said, I said, I don't, I don't think I need my car wash today, but here's some money. And he said, Oh, thank you. Walked away, and I in the rearview mirror, he was just jumping for joy, man. And he ran over those kids, and they were like, I could see in the mirror, they were just like, oh, my gosh. I just thought, I never get that kind of energy from giving money. So what I do now, I have in my fund, I have an RAK, Random Acts of Kindness. I always put money in it instead of giving to the church. And what I do, so I... I go to the 7-Eleven and I really enjoy doing this. Whenever I have a little money, I'll say, hey, whatever you got, buddy, I'm going to pay for you. And I'll pay for him. And and I like to give, and I have that money, and I try to always give it away. Uh, 
and I just kind of like to do it randomly. And, and so I, I give, I'm giving to the universe, but I still give, and I think giving's good. And I think what you're doing is good. Honestly, do it. I, I, I kind of ragged on you a little bit, but it's good, man. But I just give different, man. I, I, I love giving money and you do too. And you're very generous. And you're very generous with your time. And I know you're very generous with your money and your house and stuff. And, and I just say, carry on because honestly, that's why you have such a great life. In my opinion is because you are a very generous guy and man, probably because you're writing them checks. Who knows? I can't explain it, but I'm sure you're being blessed for that. So, uh, yeah, you, that's nice of you to say, but I, I like your way of giving better. I it's, like, it's, I like to do that kind it, of stuff better. It than, brings so I like much to find, joy to me. Yes. I like to find somebody who I think needs it and deserves it and give them stuff I, rather than giving it to that stupid church. I see and my mom in, in here and I love my mom and I'm, she's going to do whatever she, a big part of her inheritance is going to her church. And I'm like, okay, I, I know what you're doing, mom. That's, that's the way you were raised. And, and, uh, it, a lot of money, their church is going to get a lot of money when she, is there any way you can fix that and you get it? <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to let the church have it. And, and, and I, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of money. And, and, uh, but, that's, that's how she's, and, and, and I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand all the spiritual ramifications of that, but I still, I still am for her doing it in some weird way. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's her, she's giving, she's get her, maybe yeah. God rest her soul. Maybe God will look uh, more favorably on her soul with the fact that she, she's really trying so hard to do good. Right. You know? Um, well, so. here's what's going to happen. Yeah, okay. Some crazy preacher is going to get hold of her church, and he's going to get a bunch of deacons. They're going to yeah. run off everybody, and then they're going to change it to a church that they totally control yeah. and get the occult going. That's what. That's where all the money in our church is going to go. Yeah. It's going to go to these, these guys that are, like, hijacking the church. And all these widows have given money for years and years and years to, quote, to God— and then these guys are going to end up with it. Well, I, I'll, I would even add to that and say, since I've been in that church, it's already happened three times that I can think of where they went in a big, big, big argument. That church is split. My parents, and they tell me stories all the time when the church split, when uh, brother so-and-so got into it. And then we've had, we've had music directors run off with women. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it happens, man. And that's yeah. why, like, what's happening here, and you've seen it too. It's it's like this is not really what's what's not unique is what's going on at our church right now. That's no. it's happened. I mean, just open up the yeah. papers and I mean you probably yeah. catch pastors or somebody out there doing stuff. Anyway, um I've rambled on and I'm probably gonna get out of here and go to the gym, man. You should do it. I should thank do you it. for, thank you for your wise counsel. Yes, Apostle Duke. Yeah, I feel a lot better. Oh, good. Yeah, I think what I've learned from you is just give up. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Cause yeah. Because I'm arguing truth, justice, and fairness against the Holy Spirit. Exactly. There's no arguing that, is there? I don't think so. I mean, I think, no. I, or it's a really, really tough. It's, it's just not, it's not the, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. How about that? 
Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. So you're just you're gonna have to you're just gonna yeah, it's it's like hitting your head on a rock, man, I think. And you're just gonna get your bloody head. You're gonna get a bloody head and and just make yourself miserable. So Uh, you're right. Okay. I guess we should sign off. This this has been a good one. Yeah, good, man. Yeah. Yay. Hey, when this okay, yep. You're gonna say something? Uh no, I just said maybe we should keep up this subject, but maybe or not. We'll 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 decide next week. Yeah. Well, we can tell the whole story. It, yeah. I have a lot of people who want to be interviewed and tell their stories about okay. it. Okay. So so it it's a great story. People when I start telling the story, people shut up and listen to it. Oh they want yeah. to hear the story. Because they're very, very interested. Hey, you know what you could do? There, John what? Luke, in my opinion, is try to try to look at it through this lens. Instead of letting it get to you, look at it as like a science project. <laughs> like, I just want to understand why are you so and just look at it as like a as like here again, it's something that happens all the time. Why does this happen? What is what is the human behavior that that is that is pushing this so strong? What to me that's super interesting. I just I'm kind of religion kind of just I love listening about different religions because like how did they get so ingrained and believe so strongly in their God that they sacrifice and do this all this stuff to these and they kill people for it yeah. and they kill people. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, all right. All right. Let's, uh, you know, we maybe we should interview people from both sides and, yeah. and say, explain to me, you know, to me, this seems totally illogical. Ex- yeah. Explain to me how this is logical. And you me. know, and you know, and you, I believe you know, if you sit down with, with the guys on his side and let them air their thing out, you're going to go, you know, I, I can at least, at least you're going to say, oh, yeah, I still don't agree with it. But I can't argue with it because it's or, not or, sane. Or, but they are, but they, they are convinced. I mean, that 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 they have, and if you see it their way, if you look through their lens, then it's then it then it holds some some weight, and there's some uh, there's a valid argument there that I think you would you would learn. I think. I think you're right, but to me, you know, in my mind, they are not sane. It's not religion, but religion is not sane. It's religion. Oh, that, that could be right. It's, it's like not the, logic. It's not saying it's religion. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of yeah. right. It's kind of right. All right. It, it's not, it, it's not in the, in the physical realm. It's not in the, the science realm of the world. It's not in the knowable realm of the world. And that's right. where you're trying to operate. So anyway. Yeah. Cause so those are people that can look you in the eye and say those things from the, James Webb Telescope are not 13 billion light years away. That's that's they, not a real thing. Or yeah. and 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 they would they're they're still out there who think the world is 6,000 years old. Right. I mean, I you can Google it, and there's some people who still will say well, there's a good. I saw oh, I watched yeah. a documentary on that of, of four scientists who were trying to prove that that it's on. So yeah, so your the point is yes. Yeah. Okay. We got to shut up. We got to okay. shut up. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> this is Great Smart Podcast, episode 31. Thanks for listening.
and um, thanks for we can and send your votes in should we be a church or a detox organization okay. <laughs> and we need to email apostle duke at yes. ad1 at gracemont.com he's looking forward to seeing your questions I, and comments i would love to have an email <laughs> Even All, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is Grace Mont Podcast, episode 31. Bye. Bye.